0: Act 5 of Twelfth Night by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act 5, Scene 1 Before Olivia's House.
1: Enter Clown and Fabian. Now, as thou lovest me, let me see his letter.
2: Good Master Fabian, grant me another request. Anything do not desire to see this letter
1: this is to give a dog and in recompense desire my dog again
0: enter duke orsino viola curio and lords
3: belong you to the lady olivia friends ay sir we
2: are some of her trappings i know thee well how dost thou my good fellow truly sir the better for my foes and the worse for my friends
3: just the contrary the better for thy friends No, sir, the worse. How can that be?
2: Merry, sir. They praise me and make an ass of me. Now my foes tell me plainly I am an ass, so that by my foes, sir, I profit in the knowledge of myself, and by my friends I am abused, so that conclusions to be as kisses, if your four negatives make your two affirmatives, why then, the worse for my friends and the better for my foes? (laughs) Why, this is excellent. By my troth, sir, no, though it please you to be one of my friends. Thou shalt not be worse for me. There's gold. But that it would be double-dealing, sir. I would you could make it another.
3: Oh, you give me ill counsel.
2: Put your grace in your pocket, sir, for this once, and let your flesh and blood obey it. Well,
3: I will be so much a sinner to be a double-dealer. There's another.
2: Primo, secundo, tartillo is a good play, and the old saying is, the third pays for all. The triplex, sir, is a good tripping measure, or the bells of St. Bennet, sir, may put you in mind one, two, three. You can fool
3: no more money out of me at this throw, if you will let your lady know I am here to speak with her, and bring her along with you. It may awake my bounty
2: further. Mary, sir, lullaby to your bounty till I come again. I go, sir, but I would not have you think that my desire of having is the sin of covetousness. But as you say, sir... Let your bounty take a nap, I will awake it anon.
0: Exit here comes the man, sir, that did rescue me. Enter Antonio and officers
3: that face of his I do remember well, yet when I saw it last, it was besmeared as black as Vulcan in the smoke of war. a baubling vessel was he captain of for shallow draught and bulk unprizable with which such scathful grapple did he make with the most noble bottom of our fleet that very envy and the tongue of loss cried fame and honour on him what's the matter
0: Orsino? this is that antonio that took the phoenix and her fraught from candy and this is he that did the tiger-board when your young nephew titus lost his leg here in the streets desperate of shame and state in private brabble did we apprehend him
4: he did me kindness sir drew on my side but in conclusion put strange speech upon me i know not what twas but distraction
3: notable pirate thou salt water thief what foolish boldness brought thee to their mercies whom thou in terms so bloody and so dear hast made thine enemies
5: orsino noble sir be pleased that i shake off these names you give me antonio never yet was thieve or pirate though i confess on basin ground enough orsino's enemy a witchcraft drew me hither that most ungrateful boy there by your side from the rude sea's enraged and foamy mouth did i redeem a wreck past hope he was his life i gave him and did thereto add my love, without retention or restraint, all his in dedication. For his sake did I expose myself, pure for his love, into the danger of this adverse town, drew to defend him when he was beset, where, being apprehended, his false cunning, not meaning to partake with me in danger, taught him to face me out of his acquaintance, and grew a twenty years' removed thing while one would wink denied me my own purse which i had recommended to his use not half an hour before how can this
4: be
3: when came he to this town
5: to-day my lord and for three months before no interim not a minute's vacancy both day and night did we keep company
0: enter olivia and attendants.
3: here comes the countess now heaven walks on earth but for thee fellow FELLOW thy words are madness. Three months this youth hath tended upon me, but more of that anon. Take him aside.
6: What would, my lord, but that he may not have wherein Olivia may seem serviceable? Cesario, you do not keep promise with me.
3: Madam? Gracious Olivia.
6: What do you say, Cesario? Good my lord. My lord would speak. My duty hushes me. If it be aught to the old tune, my lord, it is as fat and fulsome to mine ear as howling after music.
3: Still so cruel?
6: Still so constant, lord.
3: What, to perverseness? You uncivil lady, to whose ingrate and unauspicious altars my soul the faithfullest offerings hath breathed out that e'er devotion tendered. What shall I do?
6: Even what it please, my lord, that shall become him?
3: why should i not had i the heart to do it like to the egyptian thief at point of death kill what i love a savage jealousy that sometimes savours nobly but hear me this since you to non-regardance cast my faith and that i partly know the instrument that screws me from my true place in your favour live you the marble-breasted tyrant still but this your minion whom i know you love and whom by heaven i swear i tender dearly him will i tear out of that cruel eye where he sits crowned in his master's spite come boy with me thy thoughts are ripe in mischief oh sacrifice the lamb that i do love to spite a raven's heart within a dove
4: and I most jocund, apt, and willingly to do you rest a thousand deaths would die where goes Cesario after him, I love more than I love these eyes more than my life, more by all mores than e'er I shall love wife, if I do fain you witnesses above, punish my life for tainting of my love. ay, me, detested, how am
6: I beguiled? who does beguile you, who does you wrong? Hast thou forgot thyself? Is it so long? Call forth the Holy Father.
3: Come, away.
6: Whither, my lord? Cesario, husband, stay.
3: Husband?
6: Ay, husband. Can he that deny?
3: Husband, sirrah.
6: No, my lord, not I. Alas! it is the baseness of thy fear That makes thee strangle thy propriety. Fear not, Cesario. Take thy fortunes up be that thou knowest thou art and then thou art as great as that thou fearst. enter priest o oh, welcome father father i charge thee by thy reverence here to unfold though lately we intended to keep in darkness what occasion now reveals before tis ripe what thou dost know hath newly passed between this youth and me a contract of the eternal bond of love confirmed by mutual joinder of your hands attested by the
7: holy close of lips Strengthened by interchangement of your rings and all the ceremony of this compact sealed in my function, by my testimony, since when, my watch hath told me, toward my grave I have travelled but two hours.
3: O thou dissembling cub! What wilt thou be when time hath sowed a grizzle on thy case? Or will not else thy craft so quickly grow, that thine own trip shall be thine overthrow? Farewell, and take her. But direct thy feet where thou and I henceforth may never meet,
6: my lord. I do protest. Oh, do not swear. Hold little faith, though thou hast too much fear. Enter, Sir Andrew.
8: For the love of God, a surgeon. Send one presently to Sir Toby.
6: What's the matter?
8: He has broke my heavy cross and has given Sir Toby a bloody cockscomb. Do, for the love of God, your help. Oh, I had rather forty pound I were at home. Who has
6: done this, Sir Andrew?
8: The Count's gentleman, one Cesario. We took him for a coward, but he's the very devil incarnate.
3: My gentleman, Cesario.
8: odds, oh, lifelings, there he is. You broke my head for nothing. And that that I did, I was set on to do it by Sir Toby.
4: Why do you speak to me? I never hurt you. You drew your sword upon me without cause. But I bespoke you fair, and hurt you
8: not. Oh, if a bloody coxcomb be hurt, you have hurt me. I, I think you said nothing by a bloody coxcomb.
0: Enter Sir Toby Belch and
8: Clown. Here comes Sir Toby holding. You shall hear more. But if he had not been in drink, he would have tickled you other gates than he did.
3: Oh, now, gentlemen, how is't with you?
2: that's all one has hurt me and there's e'en on it sot didst see dick surgeon sot oh he's drunk sir toby an hour agone his eyes were set at eight i the morning then he's a rogue and a passing measures pavan i hate a drunken rogue
6: away with him who hath made this havoc with them
8: i'll help you sir toby because we'll be dressed together
2: will you help an ass head, and a coxcomb, and a knave, a thin-faced knave, a gull.
6: Get him to bed, and let his hurt be looked to.
0: Exant, clown, Fabian, Sir Toby Belch, and Sir Andrew. Enter Sebastian.
7: I am sorry, madam, I have hurt your kinsman, but had it been the brother of my blood, I must have done no less by wit and safety. You throw a strange regard upon me, and by that I do perceive it hath offended you. Pardon me, sweet one, even for the vows we made each other but so late ago.
3: One face, one voice, one habit, and two persons. A natural perspective, that is, and is not.
7: Antonio! Oh, my dear Antonio, how have the hours racked and tortured me since I have lost thee?
5: sebastian are you
7: fearest thou that antonio
5: how have you made division of yourself an apple cleft in two is not more twin than these two creatures which is sebastian
7: most wonderful do i stand there i never had a brother nor can there be in that deity of my nature of here and everywhere i had a sister whom the blind waves and surges have devoured of charity what kin are you to me
4: what countrymen what name what parentage of messaline sebastian was my father such a sebastian was my brother too so went he suited to his watery tomb if spirits can assume both form and suit you come to fright us a spirit i am indeed but am in
7: that dimension grossly clad which from the womb i did participate were you a woman as the rest goes even i should my tears let fall upon your cheek and say thrice welcome drowned
4: viola my father had a mole upon his brow and so had mine and dined that day when viola from her birth had numbered thirteen years oh that record is lively in my soul He finished, indeed, his mortal act that day, that made my sister thirteen years. If nothing lets to make us happy both but this my masculine usurped attire, do not embrace me till each circumstance of place, time, fortune do cohere and jump that—I am—Viola! Which to confirm I'll bring you to a captain in this town, where lie my maiden weeds by whose gentle help i was preserved to serve this noble count all the occurrence of my fortune since hath been between this lady and this lord
0: To Olivia,
4: so comes it lady
7: you have been mistook but nature to her bias drew in that you would have been contracted to a maid nor are you therein by my life deceived you are betrothed both to a maid and man
3: be not amazed right noble is his blood if this be so as yet the glass seems true i shall have share in this most happy wreck
0: to viola
3: boy thou hast said to me a thousand times thou never shouldst love woman like to me
4: and all those sayings will i overswear And those swearings keep as true in soul As doth that orbed continent The fire that severs day from night.
3: Give me thy hand, And let me see thee in thy woman's weeds.
4: The captain that did bring me first on shore Hath my maid's garments. He upon some action is now endurance At Malvolio's suit,
6: A gentleman and follower of my lady's. He shall enlarge him. Fetch Malvolio hither, and yet alas now i remember me they say poor gentleman he's much distract
0: re enter clown with a letter and fabian
6: a most extracting frenzy of mine own from my remembrance clearly banished his how does he sirrah
2: truly Madame, he holds beelzebub at the staff's end as well as any man in his case may do Has here writ a letter to you i should have given to you to-day morning but as a madman's epistles are no gospel so it skills not much when they are delivered
6: open it and read it
2: look then to be well edified when the fool delivers the madman
8: <clears throat>
2: by the lord madame
6: how now art thou mad
2: no madame i do but read madness and your ladyship will have it as it ought to be you must allow vaux
6: prithee read it thy right wits
2: so i do madonna but to read his right wits is to read thus therefore prepend my princess and give ear
1: to fabian read it you sirrah by the lord madam you wrong me and the world shall know it though you have put me into darkness and given your drunken cousin rule over me yet i have the benefit of my senses as well as your ladyship i have your own letter that induced me to the semblance i put on with the which i doubt not but to do myself much right or you much shame think of me as you please i leave my duty a little unthought of and speak out of my injury the madly used malvolio did he write this
3: I, madame. This savours not much of distraction.
1: See
6: him delivered, Fabian. Bring him hither. Exit Fabian. My lord, so please you. These things further thought on, to think me as well a sister as a wife. One day shall crown the alliance on it, so please you, here at my house, and at my
0: proper cost.
3: Madam, I am most apt to embrace your offer. To Viola your master quits you and for your service done him so much against the mettle of your sex so far beneath your soft and tender breeding and since you called me master for so long here is my hand you shall from this time be your master's mistress
0: a sister you are she re-enter fabian with malvolio
8: is this the madman
0: ay my lord this same
6: how now malvolio
8: Madam, you have done me wrong notorious wrong
6: have i malvolio no
8: lady you have pray you peruse that letter you must not now deny it is your hand write from it if you can in hand or phrase or say tis not your seal nor your invention you can say none of this well grant it then and tell me in the modesty of honour why you have given me such clear lights of favour, bade me come smiling and cross-gartered to you, to put on yellow stockings and to frown upon Sir Toby and the lighter people, and, acting this in an obedient hope, why you have suffered me to be imprisoned, kept in a dark house, visited by the priest, and made the most notorious geck and gull that e'er invention played on. Tell me why.'
0: Alas,
6: Malvolio, this is not my writing, though I confess much like the character, but out of question tis Maria's hand. And now I do bethink me, it was she first told me thou wast mad, then camest in smiling, and in such forms which here were presupposed upon thee in the letter. Prithee, be content, this practice hath most shrewdly passed upon thee but when we know the grounds and authors of it, thou shalt be both the plaintiff and the judge of
1: thine own cause. Good madam, hear me speak, and let no quarrel no nor no brawl to come taint the condition of this present hour which I have wondered at. In hope it shall not, most freely I confess, myself and Toby, set this device against Malvolio here, upon some stubborn and uncourteous parts we had conceived against him. Maria writ the letter at Sir Toby's great importance in recompense whereof he hath married her, how with a sportful malice it was followed may rather pluck on laughter than revenge, if that the injuries be justly weighed that have on both sides passed, alas, poor fool, how have they baffled thee?
2: Why some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some of greatness thrown upon them. I was one, Sir, in this interlude one sir topaz sir but that's all one by the lord fool i am not mad but do you remember Madame? why laugh you at such a barren rascal and you smile not he's gagged and thus the whirligig of time brings
8: in his revenges i'll be revenged on the whole pack of you
6: exit he hath been most notoriously abused
3: pursue him and entreat him to a peace. He hath not told us of the captain yet. When that is known and golden time convents, a solemn combination shall be made of our dear souls. Meantime, sweet sister, we will not part from hence. Cesario, come, for so you shall be while you are a man, but when in other habits you are seen, Orsino's mistress and his
2: fancy's queen.
0: Exeunt all except clown
2: when that i was and a little tiny boy with hey-ho the wind and the rain a foolish thing was but a toy for the rain it raineth every day but when i came to man's estate With hey-ho, the wind and the rain Against knave and thieves men shut their gates For the rain it raineth every day But when I came alas to wife, With hey-ho, the wind and the rain By swaggering could I never thrive For the rain it raineth every day but when i came unto my beds with hey-ho the wind and the rain with toss-pots still had drunken heads for the rain it raineth every day a great while ago the world begun with hey-ho the wind and the rain but that's all one our play is done, and will strive to please you every day.
0: Exit End of Act 5 End of Twelfth Night by William Shakespeare